You're listening to the American Window Cleaning Magazine podcast. We got a very special guest for you. Actually, two of them. We're going to be talking from uh, to Dallas, Texas today, and uh, Feba and Sarah Vandermeer. Uh, guys, welcome aboard. We appreciate you guys taking some time today and being on the show. I uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. We We're really excited. No problem. So you guys were responsible for the cover of the most recent AWC magazine. We also have you featured in as our most interesting person uh, in the January-February edition. And uh, so we're so happy to have you in there. Now, you guys are in Dallas, Texas. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's where most of our business is. But we actually actually live in Plano, Texas, which is just a little bit north north of Dallas. It's about a uh, 25-minute commute if there isn't traffic. But we service okay. most of the Dallas Fort Worth region, which is huge. It's about the same size as Denmark. Yeah, yeah. So the fifth largest metropolitan area in the U.S. And you guys cover it all. Yes. We try. <laughs> <laughs> now tell tell us about your company a little bit. So are you guys? You do everything with Windows, or you do just commercial, just residential? Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Mainly. Mainly residential. Um, we don't do the storefront cleanings. Uh, we have maybe one or two that we've stuck with uh, from when we first started the business back when we didn't quite know what direction we were going to. But for right now, like 97, 98 percent of our of our workload is residential with but a couple of uh, larger commercial. The three percent that is commercial, we try to focus on office parks, um, mid-rise buildings, kind of between three and five stories. Water-fed portable. Yeah, we, but for the most part, uh, it's either kind of like that medium-large commercial or residential. Okay, very nice. Now, what's kind of cool about you guys is um, you guys work as a team. You 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 both are in the business. And it, yes. it is somewhat unique because I know if, I, if my wife was sitting here, we, we love each other dearly, but if I said, hey, we're going to work together every day, she would say, no, we're not. So being able to work together each day, all day long, and then, of course, <laughs> live together as husband and wife, that presents some challenges. Yes. And yes. so basically what's happened really is, <laughs> is that um, – Faba, you have learned to just be quiet and take Sarah's direction. <laughs> you know what? I think that has been uh, and continues to be the hardest lesson <laughs> for me. I actually think that maybe I still am in the process of learning that lesson. Uh, she's she says, "Get out there and you do the work, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be the brains of the operation. You just do." <laughs> so there is some distance. I'm in the field a lot, also. Um, I would say up until about six months ago, I was in the field almost every day. Uh, so I can window clean with the guys, you know, do all that stuff too. Um, but we found that our op- our operations were just growing so fast that our admin was just starting to fall off the table, you know, because we had our earphones in, talking to a client while trying to squeegee and, you know, making appointments, trying to simultaneously do estimates, and it became too much. So I left the field to kind of do the admin full time, and what we found is that it was still too much. Uh, 
the number of calls just kept coming in. So uh, we ended up hiring an admin and that ended up working out really well because there's, um, I think we just didn't anticipate when we first started our business that the window cleaning portion would be such a small portion, I guess, of a business. There's so much more. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that, but it does. It takes a tremendous amount as you grow your business. There's as much going on over in the admin side as there is, uh, you know, actual the cleaning. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's good. So what is your roles today? What what do you what do you do, Sarah, uh, in the business today? Well, um, my main thing is working on marketing, working on taxes, payroll, that sort of thing. Um, I help our admin with all the estimates and invoicing. Um, trying to develop systems and get, you know, we have a UCRM that we're, we've been onboarding and increasing that side of the efficiency. And then if we have anybody who's sick or if it's just a really busy day, then I'll go into the office and help out. Um, I'm the practical one and Feb is the dreamer, but we kind of need both because honestly, we would not have started this business if it was, if it was just my ideas because... He needed to be that person who said, I know we can do this and I've got big ideas. So he's the one who kind of keeps propelling things forward in my mind. Cool. And, and you need that, right? I mean, I, I, that's uh, one of my strengths as well is um, I'm, I'm a more of a visionary person. But uh, there, believe me, there is a team of people all around me that are trying to, you know, either pick up pieces or put pieces together because that's not my thing. My thing isn't to figure out how to get it done. So uh, my, my friend Raphael, he works with it. He's in the studio, but he's he's forever trying to, uh, you know, keep the vision together. <laughs> so that's good. So, uh, Fabio, what are you doing today in the business then? What do you do? I am just making sure that we're able to meet our meet the needs of our clients out in the field. So I'm making sure that the the van is equipped based on what's on the schedule. Uh, um, I'm actually out there with the team and uh, just cleaning windows. And we have a new person that just joined the team, so I'm trying to train. Um, I'm trying to train him up and get him up to speed, and ultimately get to a point to where. Uh, I'm starting to do a little bit more, uh, estimates. Um, I do do estimates out in the field. If, if the office team isn't able to do them online, uh, through Google earth or what have you, uh, some, sometimes we're getting phone calls from folks that aren't quite sure how to fill out the information or is they're obstructed from whatever online view that we have. So I'll have to go out and, uh, do the in-person estimates and things like that. So, Way, the way I'm going is I'm trying to build one team. We, we have one team, but I'm trying to build a team that doesn't need require my uh, assistance as much. And so I can start to work on maybe more boots on the ground marketing, uh, doing estimates and, and that kind of thing. Just making sure that the field operations are going smoothly. He's also a world-class Instagrammer. He's not going to tell you that. Oh, I did he take is, some good photos, apparently. He takes really good photos. He's really good at it. He's a yeah. major hashtag master. Okay. <laughs> so, photog- so photographer as well. Yeah. Did, uh, did you, uh, by any chance, enter in the, the photograph for the IWCA show? Are you in the contest? I was not aware of the contest. And that's the other thing lately. 
is not a whole lot of information is going into my head right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of like we're at this really weird nexus where it's like uh, just it, things are starting to fall off the plate and we're trying to rec- we're, we're recognizing that and we're, we're now acknowledging that certain systems need to be put into place. Yes. It's almost like we've, we've, we're now at the point where we're trying to assess the best path forward and in the process it's like i'm like this like i'm not not listening to anything else <laughs> so uh yeah but right now it's just you know and that's why i was asking you all those questions when we saw you um when you were visiting dallas it was like hey uh how on earth did you do that <laughs> and you, you gave us some pretty valuable insight which i i take to heart and i remind myself that you know one your technicians are never going to do the same type of work or the, as good as you expect them to do it. Right. And two, your clients are not going to care. Now that journey from number one to number two has been very difficult for us. Mm-hmm. The, the acknowledgement that our customers are not necessarily going to care. And so, uh, I mean, they care, but <clears throat> they care, but they're not going to notice a little teeny Right. They're going to care at ten feet. Yeah. What what is visible at ten feet, and we're we're still we're still caring at the three inch, five inch distance. Right. <laughs> From yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now, and so I was not aware that there was a photo. Yeah. So, you know, I was with a, a large company this week doing a safety training, and it was so funny because it was a a company where a, a, a father is bringing a son on and the father's been in the business for 30 years and uh, they have a big company. And so they're telling the story about the sales process. And so the father is saying, you know, I'm out there and I've got my tablet out and I, and I'm, I'm writing everything down and I'm telling him, I'm looking at it. So get your piece of paper out and get the stuff written down and write this stuff down. And he's like, why would I ever write anything down? I put it all right here on my phone. And then the dad is like, no, that you get out your tablet and you need to write all these details and you need to have everything back so when you go back to the shop, you know what's going on. And he's like, I, I already know it all. I've got it right here. And so both ways work. And it's just two different perspectives of how they're doing the same thing, really. But we get in our minds sometimes that my way is the best and so here this father's trying to convince his son that he needs to get out a piece of paper and write everything out that's never going to happen so in the back of his mind he's thinking his son isn't doing the job that he's supposed to because he's not adapting to his ways and so there's a lesson there right i mean it would do that with an employee too we don't we expect them to do everything that we're doing and that's not just the case always and there, there may even be a better way Sometimes I found with employees, sometimes they, they created a better way than I was doing it. Yeah. And you don't realize that until you uh, surprise them on the job, you know, sometimes and you're like, oh, oh, well, maybe, maybe we should go ahead and incorporate that as our part of our official process because, you know, Sarah and I are, you know, we kind of developed things that have worked for us, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best way. And so, you know, um, that's a really important thing to remember. To, and in general, yeah. 
I would say owning a business is like the biggest ever changing learning curve that you could ever experience. I mean, I kind of feel, I joke that it's our fourth child because Mm -hmm. (laughs) we spend so much time on it and uh, we've been super blessed to have uh, a lot of great mentors in our industry who have really helped us out and have given us some really great advice. And um, those people that I've noticed that seem to think that they know everything, they, they don't. And the industry keeps changing. And then yeah. the, the best mentors are the ones that have mentors themselves. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. And you're, and you're right about a fourth child. Uh, you guys work in the business together, but I know when I was building mine, my wife my wife didn't work with me directly, so it was my second wife was the business, not the not the fourth child. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it, it does. It takes a tremendous amount of time, takes a lot of effort, and yeah, we you know we just had an interview earlier where we were talking to another one about there, there's a plethora of information out there. And we really, because there's so much information, we have to um, we have to become digesters of information, but not necessarily try to implement everything because everything's not a good idea, and that's that's challenging. That's kind of you know when if I do a little bit of soul searching, that's kind of where I feel like I'm at, where I'm I'm rooted in this one spot, and all this information is coming at me, at us, and uh, I'm trying to decide, okay what do I want to absorb and implement? And, um, that has caused a lot of hesitation. Um, it's scary. It's kind of scary. It's yeah. like, which way is the right way? And right now we're at, at the most, okay, we need to just get it's the wrong way. It can ruin you. <laughs> we just need to get one thing working, you know, aside from the fact that the customers are happy with their windows. We got that part right now. You know, we also have a team that is also capable of, of generating that kind of work, but now how do we how do we now remove ourselves from the situation? Kind of let that part be for a little bit while we need, while we address another part of the business that that needs to be addressed. Yeah, yeah. Now it, it's it's uh, you're you're in that phase where it's just it's yeah it, it it needs a lot. Your business still needs a lot of attention, and you, you know you're you're wanting to kind of give it less, but it still needs some and. And so it's a difficult phase, but I'm sure that you're going to make it through that. Why in the world did you guys ever choose window cleaning? I mean, you could have been chiropractors or something. Um, well, I actually, my dad, um, his name is Wilhelmus Vandermeer. He also has a window cleaning business, and he's had a business off and on in, in various forms or in fashions since uh, I could remember. And so I was kind of pursuing the traditional go to college, get your degree, get a job, and then climb the ladder kind of route. And my field is is in environmental health and safety. And I'm kind of a big bug nerd and nature and conservation and all that. But, um, you know, I still needed to have my day job and I needed a restaurant job um, to make ends meet. And in some cases, I was juggling three. Uh, jobs to to make it happen because in, uh, no one told me that uh, you know environmental science or natural sciences wasn't going to pay well. I I was going through college with my blinders on, you know, being very idealistic, like this is what I want to do to save the world, blah blah blah. And then um, we started having kids, <laughs> and then uh, the world kind of hit me in the face 
a few times and said, you know what, this isn't going to work. You know, if you want to be there on weekends, if you want to be there on holidays, if you want to contribute, you know, you gotta, you gotta make more money. And so my dad keeps, you know, I'm keeping in touch with my dad and he's telling me about how he's doing with his business. And it sounds like he's doing really well. So I had started to experiment with window cleaning on the side and I was watching YouTube videos because he lived in Colorado. I was watching YouTube videos and kind of teaching myself how to do it. And then Sarah was like, Hey, let's uh, experiment with next door. I don't know if, if your guests yeah. are familiar with next yeah. door. He helped to get us involved in the community. Right. And she was also doing some outreach and some volunteering. And then uh, we got a phone call at some point letting us know that I had been laid off right. uh, from his main job. And we were freaking out, all out panic mode. And he said, you know what? I don't want to keep doing what I've been doing. What if we just kind of ran with the window cleaning thing? And I thought, oh my God, he's insane. <laughs> yeah. So what, what were you right then and there? So there, there's a change, right? And so he comes to you and says, let's, let's be a window cleaning company. What, what went through your mind right there? I was thinking we met in physics class at UT, graduated with honors. Like my parents had always taught me like, you go to college, you get a job, find a job with a pension, and like that's your success in life. And okay, I saw how a job. Uh, well, you know what? Let's just do it. What? Even if things fall apart, even if nothing works, we'll move in with my parents for a little bit. We can always go back to what we were doing before. <clears throat> Our youngest had just gone off to full time school. And so I thought, you know, at this point, we've got nothing to lose. And so we just jumped into it feet first. And um, it was really nerve-wracking. And I put out some messages to um, all these places. I had been volunteering with the school and kids and stuff. And immediately, we had like four or five like people who wanted estimates and then ended up using our services. And then um, we just started you know, hitting the pavement, dropping our cars off with builders, doing whatever it took mm-hmm. to make it happen. Uh, um, I mentioned, you know, us on next door, and then all of a sudden we had another four or five, and they started sharing things about us. And so I would drop off the kids in the morning, and then he and I would window clean until I had to go pick them up. He'd finish off the day. And uh, not only did we <clears throat> not have to move in with my parents, but we started to make more than we were making before. Wow. And um, it just kind of blew us away. And that first uh, spring after we started, we took the kids on a huge RV trip up the California coast along Highway 1 and did really amazing things with them. And we just found ourselves in a position that we never would have had the time or ability to do before. And uh, glad we haven't looked back since. Yeah. So, um Feba, what? So you lose your job, and you know you're you're a family head, right? And so that that's got to be discouraging. I mean, you've got a family, and and all all the while too, you're you're thinking, I, I think I'm going to try this this window cleaning thing. I mean, what what were some of the things going through your mind? I I, I had a similar experience that I won't I'll share with you maybe at the convention or something next week, but. 
Um, but I just want to know what, what you were thinking at the, right then and there. You don't have a job. You're going to try to do this. And Well, I would say that, that you know, for, you know, ever since I started working um, and working to further myself along the, the corporate ladder or career path, I just felt like a part of me was kind of dying inside in general. Um, it was, I was already at that point where I was, I was just, you know, the math wasn't working. Um, I didn't see an end in sight. You know, we're talking about a system that there's a semi-annual evaluation. You can only get to, you can only get to a certain, uh, you can only achieve a certain rating up to a certain point, which is often like 3% pay increase, you know, so you do your semi-annual evaluation, do your annual evaluation based on your performance, whatever your supervisor decides, and you get your pay increase. And that was just happening at such a painful pace uh, that I really felt like we were stuck. Like, you know, I was, I was waiting tables, uh, sometimes two or three extra two or three evenings during the week. And then on the weekends, and then I already felt like I was missing out on holidays. You know, kids and Sarah would go over to her parents' house, enjoy Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving, and all that stuff. And those are all prime, you know, restaurant, uh, times. restaurant times, food service industry. So I felt like it was like kind of like I could I all of a sudden felt like I had control over my destiny. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but like as scared as Sarah was, I was, I was very excited and nervous, but I was very excited at the chance to kind of take it on because I felt like I can control my performance with my own business. I can control what the customer sees with the window cleaning. I can control what they see with the gutter cleaning and I could see how happy they were with the end result. And so for me, it was like, I felt like I was finally, um, I was finally chipping away and getting to the end goal, which is to be able to support the family and spend more time with the family as well. So now I'm spending weekends with the kids, evenings with the kids, holidays with the kids. And so, you know, that part has been, has been really great. So for me, while I was very nervous and scared at the same time, I kind of felt really excited that, you know, uh, I had a little bit more control of things. So it was kind of a bittersweet thing. Yeah. Well, good for you guys. You know, it's, it's to me kind of, I haven't known you that long, but I think I met you first time last year at the huge convention, but, um, it just, from what I see and, and things like that, uh, on social media and that, it just, it really looks like you're a fit in the industry. I just don't see, I can't see you being, uh, anything other than window cleaners. And so, uh, that I think is what makes you a most interesting person. Uh, in the magazine, is that you just fit and you belong here? Seems like you're genuinely good people, and uh, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad to to know you. Thank you, thank you, and likewise, yes. We were pretty excited the first time we met you. It was a little bit of like a, you know, so it felt like a window cleaning celebrity, celebrity moment. Yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> should we say hi? I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know why, for some reason, I. For some reason, I thought you were with ABC. Like, I don't know what it was. I, I must have seen a YouTube video or something because I was just watching everything and trying to learn everything. And I just somehow brought, I thought you were 
connected with them. But I remember like now that we have our own business, uh, you know, I was doing the safety inspections and training for my former employer. And now I'm in a position where I actually have to start implementing that stuff for our own business. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've done some here and there, but when you're out in the field cleaning windows and stuff like that, it can be challenging to stop and build that kind of stuff. And so that's why we're kind of like latching on to you. We're like, oh, help us do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, the Facebook page Into the Flow has also really been helpful in, <clears throat> in building things and finding support. It's It's been a real source of mentorship. And then we, we help mentor other people and uh, as a group, we're admins of the group, including a, a group of other people. And um, we've been trying to do things that just help the window cleaning industry in general. We've partnered with IWCA yeah. um, to help increase awareness about the convention, about membership and benefits and safety. Safety is yeah. a big one. Yeah. Um, and we've been putting together GoFundMe's for window cleaners that have taken falls and hurt themselves during work uh we have one up right now on our page so if you all are interested put it into the flow join there's a bunch of prizes that have been donated including from iwc um sorry i had to put that plug in kevin hargis would have shot me by the yeah Hey, Feba, I should just tell you right now, just let her market, all right? She's going to market and sell just fine, okay? I can't stop her. <laughs> I can't stop her. Yeah. 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 Well, look, guys, we really appreciate you taking some time um, to let the audience just kind of know a little bit more about you um, outside of uh, Facebook. It's nice to put faces with names and actual, instead of keyboards, uh, really being able to see some video and see some behind the scenes and what makes you who you are. Um, you are truly a most interesting person, and we that's why we highlighted them in the American Window Cleaning Magazine. Uh, we appreciate Go ahead. Real quick, real quick, Michael Draper, I just want to let you know, and you know this already, we've uh, officially become safety advocates. Oh, yeah. We have signed up with your safety services. Uh, we, we spent the annual fee, which we feel like is very reasonable. We have one of our technicians taking the uh, OSHA 1910 online course right now which already puts our mind so much more at ease than it was before. And so we recently had an employee who injured himself pretty badly. And so um, it just kind of rebought all the safety stuff to mind. It just some really wanted to mention because we feel like it's so, <clears throat> so important, Super especially important. in an industry where a lot of window cleaners don't have insurance and all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we're, we got one person enrolled in your course and we plan on using the heck out of it. So, oh, so yeah, good. definitely check it out. It's well worth it. Thank you so much. And you know, yeah, that's on our other business expert safety services. But um, you know, actually, you guys are really the reason that the safety advocate program was designed. And because I, I've traveled the last two years tr teaching classes and teaching safety classes, and what what would happen is I'd meet somebody like you that would come to a convention or come to one of the classes, and and then you would say to me. Hey, um, we, we need to get, like, all of our employees need to know this. So can you come? But the reality is, is that <clears throat> the smaller companies uh, can't afford to bring somebody in and, and do this. I mean, you could pool together, but it, it's, it's difficult. And so that, that really challenged me uh, mind-wise. I was like, how do we deal with this? Because they're right. They do need the training in the employees. 
but how do we get it there? How do we push it into into those? Or it would come up that even uh, maybe I was in Dallas and I would do a training and then I would leave and you'd call me up and say, hey, we just hired a guy. What do we do for him? And so there was just this problem. And so really your guys as size company and people like you are why we created the advocacy program in the first place, because um, we wanted to make sure that safety was attainable, affordable and reachable for all companies across the window cleaning and pressure washing spectrum. So I'm grateful that you guys are using it. I hope it uh, I, I know it'll be beneficial, but I'm um, uh, very, very thankful. So thank you very much. Thank you. Well, look, uh, we're out of time. We appreciate you guys being on. I'm going to see you guys next week, and I look forward to it. We'll spend some time together there. And uh, thank you guys so much for taking the time on a busy, busy day, I know, for you guys in Dallas for being on AWC TV. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, feel free to subscribe and also leave a review. And you can read us anytime at awcmag.com.